Okay, I guess we're on. Uh, hi, everyone. Uh, welcome to another edition of Culture Class Podcast. My name is Nosai Yari, uh, and this is a podcast where we get to engage with different people uh, from different backgrounds, you know, uh, kind of like uh, get to, to learn from each other, each other's cultures, and, you know, building that bridge uh, across uh, society in a sense. And I always like to give a disclaimer before every episode that I'm not in any way an anthropologist. So I'm not going to be breaking down like history and culture. And sometimes I might not necessarily uh, have a lot of depth on um, on a particular topic, uh, but I'm always interested in learning. So I try to approach uh, every episode uh, with an interest in learning and uh, whoever I talk to, uh, we just chop it up. And the way this podcast came about, um, if you've been listening to previous episodes, is uh, I have, I, I'm currently schooling in American University and it's kind of like a hotbed for, uh, you find quite a number of people from different cultures, uh, at least one person from you know different cultures and I had uh, friends from different places, and I just get to talk to them about stuff where they come from, their background. So I did this in my personal life, so I just thought, hey, you know, it might be a good idea, you know, to put it on a podcast, and if there are people interested in things like this, then, uh, you know, maybe they can become listeners and we can, you know, share ideas, like, on a broader scale. So today I have uh, another guest, my friend from Kenya, Ntanze. <laughs> Yes. Ntanze Elizabeth Kariuki. Did I get your last name right? Um, yes. Just the middle name is Elizabeth. Oh, not Elizabeth? No. Just Elizabeth? Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Why do you get rid of the E? <laughs> not me. My mother's choice. <laughs> oh, really? Really? Yeah, yeah. Everyone seems to be putting the E nowadays. We have e-commerce, e-this, e-that. I know, right? You're getting rid of the uh, E. My mom was like, no way. <laughs> okay, okay. That's interesting. That's interesting. Um, so Ntanzi and I met uh, a couple of months ago. Yeah. Um, I actually work with her roommate, uh, Kara, right here on campus. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think she had like a birthday party. Yeah. Actually, no. it was Friendsgiving. Oh, yeah. It was Friendsgiving. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which is like um, Thanksgiving with friends. Exactly. Yeah. Sometime last year. And yeah, I met met up with Ntanzi. And yeah, she's just a wonderful person. Yeah, and I, I was you're like, wonderful. Oh, you're going to make me blush. <laughs> he's blushing. I'm telling you, he's blushing so hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank God we don't have video, right? <laughs> so, yeah, I decided to get on the podcast so we can dive in and, you know, she can tell us a bit about Kenya mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I want to start from your background. Um, I know you have an interest in journalism or yeah. photography. Mm-hmm. Um, you're currently studying um, journalism uh, now uh, in school, and you have an undergraduate film, degree. Film and media arts, actually. Oh, you're studying film and media arts. Mm-hmm, uh, but mm-hmm. just tell us a little mm-hmm. bit about that. Like, What sparked, so I guess, let's start from the future, right? Like, yes. What sparked your interest uh, to studying uh Film and media arts, and your general interest in journalism, and what mm-hmm. you want to do with that. So let's start from the future. Okay, so um, let me see. I know what I really want to do in future is to tell as many stories as I can, particularly with women issues and like the youth. Um, that's like I figured out that that's a passion of mine ever since I was like eleven years old when I used to write poetry. So I used to write a lot of poetry and. I used to think that I would become like a musician of sorts, but um, 
never really explored that too much. But my teacher told my parents and I that I had like a really good knack for writing. So it sort of progressed from there. And I figured out that at the end of the day, maybe what I want to do is really is is, is really write stories and be more uh, and do more creative writing, sort of, um, um, yeah, and, and do more creative writing. Um, so from there, I was like, okay, so how do I merge how people are telling stories on video with my view for with my view of the world and to try and get Kenya more out there? And I somehow fell in love with how people were doing, how people were blogging on YouTube and all of that. So I thought I could go in and do journalism. I thought I could do broadcast, but I realized, no, I actually liked public relations better. <laughs> so I did that for a little bit. But my real passion was film and documentary telling, or telling of stories through documentary and uh, fiction films. So that's how I finally found myself here at American. <laughs> studying oh, film <laughs> fantastic fantastic stuff so, so you, you want to focus on promoting kenya mm -hmm. and touching on like women's issues uh yep. i think that's very very noble and um Thank you. obviously i'm gonna be following you every step of the way <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and you know uh you know every step of the way so when you mm -hmm. finally become um globally acclaimed and create pieces that you know shape a culture and society i'll be like yeah i had a podcast four years ago <laughs> Yes. <laughs> that kind of thing. So, but tell me one thing. You said mm -hmm. when you were young, you wanted mm -hmm. to become a musician. So, mm -hmm. did, did you want to, what kind of musician? You want to become like a rapper? So, we're taking it back <laughs> to the past now. <laughs> you, let me tell you. First of all, there was a talent, not even a talent show. It was like a cultural show or something like that. And I was studying German, and we decided as a class to rap our favorite rap songs in German. So I killed it. I killed it on stage, rapping T.I.'s rubber band, man. <laughs> really? Yeah, but that's, that was a short stint. I um, mean, you know you know what I'm about to ask you to do right now. <laughs> no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to rap. <laughs> no, you, you can't just... No, no, no. no, 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 that, no, no that, that was like a long time ago, and I thought I had game. No. no um, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Hey, game doesn't leave, man. <laughs> I mean, real recognizes real, man. You just said yeah, it to the wrong one. <laughs> You said it to the wrong one because I appreciate <laughs> hip-hop music and I love rap mm -hmm. uh, alongside other genres of music. Uh, mm -hmm. Hip-hop music is the biggest genre of music right now in the world. Mm -hmm. You can't just call my podcast and say something <laughs> like, I killed it. And you're not going to bust and one I'm or two gonna... bars. So, <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, bust one or two um, bars. Um, Maybe, okay, so may, okay, so we have to go out for like karaoke night. Then maybe I'll be drunk enough to do it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but um, I really wanted to be like uh, an acoustic sort of rock musician. Um, oh. That's what I really wanted to do. So I did pick up the guitar for like a year wow. when I was 12. And... Um, put together a song with it but it was very basic and I thought and so I think I didn't practice enough and th those are one of the things I learned and I went up on stage for a talent show and I oh that that it just went terribly horribly and I, I remember bursting out into tears and I think from there I just kind of gave up Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. I mean, I know how you feel. Um, I, yeah. I tried stand-up comedy one time when I was 16. Oh, really? Yeah, we were organizing an event. Uh, 
<clears throat> I was editor of a magazine back then in Nigeria called WhatsApp Magazine, which was like a teen nice. magazine. Nice. So uh, we're organizing an event, and I think we're having some issues with one of the performers who was supposed to show up. He was backstage, you know, trying to sort things out, and the crowd was getting like, you know. So I just Howdy. went up on stage and mm. tried a few jokes, and everyone booed me kind of so. No, it's fine. It's fine because <laughs> I, I got angry at the crowd and I started roasting everyone in the crowd. Like, you're booing me. Look, look what you have on. You know, that kind of thing. So everyone That's started funny. laughing. Like, so, but yeah, it was kind of like, but it was a very short set. So it was like for mm. six or seven minutes. Mm. Uh, but I wish I had a video. But yeah. Same. I wish I had a video for that rap music. Hey, you, but, can, you can still rap. Um, you can rap right now. Well, no. <laughs> no? <laughs> Oh my gosh! So okay, so now I know you do stand up. Okay, so that's good. Oh, I I did once. <laughs> I was sixteen. Okay, and I was trying to fill in. <laughs> so we should agree. Next time you do stand up is the next time I rap in front of you. And yeah, but I'm not. I'm not time. making. I'm not bragging about killing it. <laughs> I'm just saying I did something. You were like, you killed the mic. You slaughtered everyone. Man, there was East Coast West Coast beef. You know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Uh, but that, that was a pretty interesting uh, background. I mean, mm-hmm. you played the guitar when you were 12. Yeah. You were learning German. Are you fluent mm-hmm. in German right now? No, I'm not. Uh, but you, um, le- you, were, you were learning German. Yeah. Um, it was something I picked up um, in grade 10, 11. So I, did, I do remember some words. I feel like if I was in Germany right now, I wouldn't be so lost. Mm-hmm. Something would come back to me. Um, but I'm not fluent in it, no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a very interesting language. I found it easier to learn than French. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm. Tell me about your parents, because uh, mm. you're striking me like you. your parents are really intriguing people. I mean, your mom <laughs> removed the E. I they made sure their daughter went through guitar lessons, learned <laughs> German. Like, what, what, what's up with your parents? Like, <laughs> were, were they exposed at, at, at a young age? Because... Yeah. This, these are not um, necessarily <laughs> things that traditional African parents yeah, do, at least true. from my perspective. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So tell me true. about your mom and your dad. So, okay. So, my mom, she's she, she's an interior designer and my dad's um, an art teacher. So, I like to say my parents are artists themselves. Mm. Um, I know, like, my mom used to encourage us um, a lot of the time to just keep um, being aggressive with our schoolwork and everything. I know my dad was always the same way. He always used to say to work hard, really hard. But at the same time, if you like just performed average, like maybe like I got a C in math, my dad would, would always be like, hey, I was never good at math anyway. <laughs> so wow. as long as you do good at something else. Can we switch fathers? <laughs> <laughs> he was the one who also encouraged me to continue taking the guitar lessons. It was me and my teenage mind who that was never focused. So I kind of, dropped it on the wayside and he stopped supporting that because he noticed I was wasting his money. <laughs> oh, oh, now that's African. <laughs> yes, yes. But he knows how to play the bass guitar. Wow. And so um, they're very supportive in that sense. Um, I know my mom like remixed our names. I know you mentioned that. she. I have two younger sisters. So okay. rather than call me Elizabeth, she called me Elizabeth. Mm. My sister, rather than call her Esther, called her Essie. Um, oh. the last one sister actually she didn't remix her name, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> a remix. <laughs> so hip hop runs in the family. Huh? <laughs> That's and let me, let me get this straight. So Lisbeth, Essie, mm-hmm. these are your birth certificates. Yes. Wow. So it's um, official. It's official. 
And um, so, because what happens is we, um, in our tribe, um, we're supposed to be named after, like, for example, I'm the firstborn daughter, so after my father's mom, my grandmother. Okay. So my mom didn't want to take the exact names. She, okay. So she changed them around a bit. So was your grandmom's exact name Elizabeth? Exactly, gotcha. yes. Yeah. Gotcha. So she was Elizabeth, um, although she was called Beth a lot. Okay. Um, and her mom's name was Esther. Gotcha. Yeah. So she she changed things sense. around a bit. Yeah. So, so does this mean uh, your daughter's name is gonna be Isabel? <laughs> and your granddaughter's name is gonna be Isabel? <laughs> easy. Easy. Okay. No. <laughs> Excuse me. No, no problem. Um. The only thing is, okay. So now, so now, if I continue with the same tradition, um, I would name my daughter after my husband's um, grandmother. Mother. Mother. Your, Mother. Yeah. Gotcha. Exactly. Well, yeah. I, I, is it always the middle name? What about the son? Um, oh, so if it's the son, it's after my husband's father. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it, it just you don't have to take like all the names. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time, you'll find a lot of people do, mm-hmm. but you can take any one name or, or so. It's up to you. Okay, so it doesn't have to be the first name or the yeah. middle name. It can be like whatever combination, but it's kind yeah. of like paying reverence to. Mm-hmm generation that came before, before you. exactly kind of exactly it's kind of like a respect thing gotcha. um it's i to be honest i really like my dad's um dad's name my grandfather's name okay. so i might also pick that and sort of slide it in somewhere with one of my kids what, hopefully what's, <laughs> what's, what's your grand name it's anderson anderson yeah oh, yeah <laughs> nice but it, this is like commonplace in Kenya, right? Mm-hmm. What, what if, um, unfortunately, like mm-hmm. you had like a grandfather or grandmother mm-hmm. who um, maybe um, wasn't too popular in a sense, yeah. maybe uh, uh, like we say in Africa, soiled the family, yeah. name, that kind of thing. Then do you still like, are you still expected to like take on the name or you get to choose or something? Um, so I think at that point you get to choose. Like what I like um, these days is a lot of um, my my people my age are trying to revert back to certain traditions. But along the way, a lot of us became more modern too. So sometimes some people will um, pick up like their parents' names for their kids. But if maybe their parents weren't in their life in some way or, or just maybe, um, yeah, like you said, um, sort of spoils the name, then they, they wouldn't. They wouldn't pick it. Like maybe they might pick somebody else, like, for example, an uncle gotcha. or an aunt. Yeah, something like that. If they feel they were really close to them. Otherwise, some people would just come up with whatever name they want for their they kids. Want. Yeah. Okay. And it's, it's really interesting, too, because I didn't realize until much later in life of course, names have meanings in African culture, and like, and and the funniest thing is when I start to notice my friends who have those names acting like their names. <laughs> Give me an example. <laughs> like, okay. Oh my gosh. No, I can't. I can't, I'll expose some friends. Uh, okay, just say someone, maybe a public figure that acts like his name. You don't necessarily uh, have to talk about someone close. Okay, so maybe I'll mention like this this uh, this name Wanjohi. Wanjohi. Wanjohi, which is like drunk. Okay. And I think I know like one or two Anjohis that go a little bit overboard most of the time. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Anjohi. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, and what language is that uh, to be um, specific? Kikuyu. 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 Mm, okay. And yeah. is, is that your language? Yes. So, for example, okay. So I'm mixed. I'm mixed tribes, 
but uh, my parent, my father is Kikuyu, my mom is Kamba. Kamba. So yeah, so I take after my father, or we are supposed to take after our father. So I'm okay. Kikuyu. Yeah. So is Kikuyu a tribe? Like, give me a sense of um, where the people from Kikuyu come from in mm. Kenya. Is it like Southern Kenya, Eastern Kenya? Uh, uh, what What are they known for? That kind mm. of stuff. So um, Kikuyus are from the central part of Kenya, right closest in the to yeah Mount Kenya, mm. um, um, which is a very beautiful. I'm <laughs> just thinking about it. I've heard. It. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we come from the central region. We are known as like hunter gatherers. Mm. Um, yeah, we so we used to hunt for our food, um, and um, we lived a, a, among like the trees and nature because you know it's a mountainous region, so it's it's really beautiful out there and, and, and that sort of thing. So pretty much um, Wakanda, right? Can, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Without saying it gotcha. explicitly. Can yes. I have a map, please? <laughs> So, oh my gosh! So, so when we go Nosa, you we have to take you to Mount Kenya. <laughs> that uh, is, so you have to see that. <laughs> definitely. Um, but yeah, um, it's the largest tribal group too. Mm. Um, obviously, okay. So I don't usually like focusing too much on tribal um, issues uh, or or segregating ourselves in that sense because we have had you know ethnic tensions. Mm. But I like to tell people about um, to to describe the people of Kenya in this way too. Those who are not going to like judge you for what tribe you know you're from, um, but uh, yeah, Kikuyus are the largest um, tribal group. Yeah, gotcha. You most likely know Maasai's. <laughs> yeah, of course. Well, we're gonna talk about Maasai's in a minute. <laughs> but of course, we, I know about Maasai's, and mm. uh, it's unfortunate we still have you know things like that. And, and mm. I was just listening to um, the brilliant idiots. Um, <laughs> Yesterday, and you know, um, Charlemagne was talking about um, how the world needs like an uh, uh, an alien invasion mm. to unite. Uh, you know, because yeah. uh, sometimes we, we, we get we, we can always find reasons to divide ourselves mm. ourselves, right? But I always mm. like to say that we all belong to the same race, like the human really? race. Really, uh, we all bleed the same way. We all look. <laughs> we all bleed the same way. There's there's yeah. al- there's always some common ground we can come and you know break. break and share yeah. but I, I really don't know what the issue is um, some people take it like um, religious uh, um, take it down the religious route some people yeah. take it down the political route mm. uh, even as as um, little as things like like colorism yeah. within the same race yeah uh, I don't know uh, classism all that oh, stuff man. so yeah I mean humans can just be funny sometimes but mm. you know I feel like the world can be a much better place mm. although I'm realistic that hey but you know that's one of the reasons why I also started the podcast that hey in our own little way you know yeah. hopefully as we have these conversations our listeners and you know uh, between our guests can get to know that hey you know, we're not so different after all maybe yeah. one day after I've gone maybe 25 30 episodes I can bring all the previous guests together yes. we can like you know, yes. just have a party or something yes yes no i'm so down for that oh my gosh our, our own mini cultural party to add oh, i'm so down for that <laughs> yeah perfect, perfect. So. um so i just love that you have this podcast because you're creating social change too in and and using the web space for that and also how you're finding all these i don't even know but it's amazing what you have going on <laughs> oh well i have to Thank the university for that. <laughs> I graduated in a few months and I keep asking myself, that, okay, when I finally leave university, will I have access to all of these right. people? But right. um, mm. yeah, it, it's something I'm passionate about. And like mm. I said, it's 
these are conversations I have on a personal level and I've been having for a few months now, so I just decided to you know, take it digital. Nice, yeah. nice. So um, in researching, doing some research for this interview, I went back to like your Facebook page and oh, yeah. looked up all your <laughs> previous videos and oh, stuff. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Which were actually good, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, but I, I came across a word. Mm-hmm. I, I mean... Um, Getting a sense of your background, your parents were kind of like the artsy type. Yeah. You're in the creative space yourself, yeah. and you're trying to use that creativity to drive some kind of change also in the world. Yeah. In the in the world, sorry. Yeah. And I came across a word that like appeared different times on different posts, like mm-hmm. um, in your digital footprint, mm-hmm. Afropolitan. Oh yeah. What exactly <laughs> is that? Because I think I have an idea, but I, yeah. I, I like you to talk a little bit about that. Okay, cool. Um, I, I really, you know, when I was trying to brainstorm for a name for my blog, I really wanted something that was to, that was African, but um, sort of like a, a youthful word to describe how Africa's youth is right now. Because like I mentioned earlier, I'm really interested in like youth issues, women issues. But I feel like the African youth are so energetic and so and go-getters and really just next level. Um, innovators right now um, with the amount of stuff that's happening on the continent. So there is um, the former Ghanaian president. Mm. He's, uh, I've forgotten his name right now. I don't know. Kwame Nkrumah? I think. Mm. Yes. He 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 had um, a lecture he was hosting at a British university. I can't remember which one. And I heard him use that term Afropolitan to refer to African youth. Mm-hmm. So I, I was like, that's that's perfect. It sounds so perfect. We are Afropolitans because we are not, we, we are new age mm-hmm. and we are young and we are vibrant. Mm-hmm. And so I just quickly searched it and I saw a couple of other people, not too many, just like two or three other bloggers who are also using the term Afropolitan. Yeah. And so that's when I decided, okay, how about go with new Afropolitan? Because that's mm-hmm. who we are. That's also the generation after us too. Because gotcha. we are pushing forward for something new and trying to expose um, Africa in this new light. Mm. Um, and I feel like us and the next generation are going to have that huge task to sort of take control of our conversations. And that's why I really like that name. And that's why I love that that name. Wow. <laughs> we're young, we're vibrant, we're right. in touch with the culture. Right. And we're here to kill everyone like yeah. the rap scene. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. No, true, because we're changing our narratives, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, we're, we have young inventors who are doing insane work. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's it's amazing, I think. And I, and I really wanted, so I really wanted to use my blog to tell those stories, but I wanted to start off somewhere by, like, sharing what I love. But I wanted to bring, and I still do. I've, I've not stopped blogging. I just have a lot of work to do right now in school. Hey, grad school. <laughs> I know, grad school. But I want to bring young innovators like yourself, like see how we can partner to continue to use um, social media to um, increase our voices and, and ensure our voices are heard in the world. Yeah. And I'm all for it, man. I'm all for it. Um, I'm, like I said, mm. look, I met you last year, and, but mm. trust me, I'm going to be in your life for a long time. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I believe, <laughs> yeah, I believe in all the stuff you're doing, and you just Thank have you. this energy. I just feel, you know, you have something to offer to the world, and, and it's going to be, you know, going forward, you know, we have a lot to look forward to. Mm. Uh, but yeah, Kwame Nkrumah, you know, yeah. um, it, it just struck me because um, um, not every culture... Um, mm. 
it you know can be like the Kenyan culture that yeah. you know yeah in some way mandated or obligated to take like your your father's name to kind of like yeah. pay reverence and carry on the tradition but even if yeah. you are not from Kenya it just goes yeah. to show that the work that you do can also be passed on to other generations so yeah. I'm sure he wasn't thinking yeah. about a girl starting a blog th- <laughs> 30 years later right. after he passes away or something right. but you right. were able to go back and yeah. in one speech mm-hmm. you know take out one word and Give meaning to that word and kind of like live through that in your own uh, way. So that's just amazing. Yeah. Wait, Rukuruma passed, right? He's the one yes. who passed. So, so it's not him. Sorry, it's not him. Oh, it's pro- it's probably the president right after him. Oh, let me let me actually <laughs> Google his name. I know John Mahama. Mahama, it's Mahama. It's Mahama, it's right? Mahama. Okay, yes, gotcha, yeah. Gotcha. Yes, uh, he he was the one because isn't he also the really young president? Um, uh, Ghanaian president. I so I had. <laughs> do, do we actually have young presidents in Africa? Um, fifties, sixties, fifties, sixties. Yeah, that's Young-ish. young. That's young. <laughs> I guess compared, compared to, to me. Mugabe. <laughs> <laughs> compared to Mugabe. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. Um, but yeah, um, talking about Kenya, and mm. I love your accent, by the way. Oh, thank you. Like East African accent is is. <laughs> And I got exposed to this like earlier <laughs> when, when I was younger, listening to Kenyan music, um, mm. Camp Mula, of you, course. You love Camp Mula. Ooh, all I know is swagger. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, fresh, oh my, they yeah, all cool. cool. Oh yeah, keep it fresh, y'all. They all cool. Yeah, keep it fresh, y'all. They all cool. Oh my god! Those kids were killing it. Those then, kids yeah. were so young. Yeah. I can, as in, they yeah. all came out. I mean, the traditional Kenyan music scene was kind of like EABC. Right, yeah. EABC, yeah. I knew like EABC with um, Mendoza in mm. South Africa yeah. and Two-Face in Nigeria. Yep. They were all in the same era. Yep. And all of a sudden, like later mm-hmm. in the late 2000s, you now have like the Whiskies and Davido right. coming from Nigeria. Right. Uh, Victoria Kemani, Kamula. Right. Diamond Platinum from Tanzania, then the New School, a.k.a. New Vest from South Africa. So when I, like, heard Kenya, of course, you had, like, Lupita, and you had shows like Sugar and things like that. Just getting exposed to the East African culture, and you started to see, like, Nigerian artists like Yemi Alade Flavor, like, P-Square, Jay Martins going to, like, East Africa, and getting exposed to that whole entertainment, and I was like, damn, these guys (laughs) have a killer accent. How can I get a Kenyan accent? (laughs) What do I have to do? Thank you, first of all. (laughs) I don't, honestly, my, oh, sometimes I, I, I I don't know. Like right now, because I'm on the podcast, like it's, I've refined it, but you should hear me speaking to my sister or my parents. It's not that thing. Give it 30 seconds, (laughs) one minute. I mean, we're all about originality. So, (laughs) I mean, I like to say that we don't do a lot of edits on our podcast. mm, So mm. we just try to have an authentic conversation with the people. So give it to me raw, like whatever it is. I, I, uh, I think, I think it, 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 it comes down to when I'm using colloquial terms. You know what I mean? Like when I'm like, oh, sour, sour. That's a word that you need to know now that you're going to Kenya. Sour, sour. It's like, okay. It's like, cool, cool. Mm, sour. Sour. Um, um, I can't think of any other. Is, is like, sour um, a response? or? Yeah. It, okay. It, it's mostly a response. It's like when, the way I'm usually like, oh, okay, cool. Or, oh, awesome. It's usually sour, sour. Sour. Which is gotcha. funny because sour can be like, okay, cool. Like, okay, cool, gotcha. 
or it can be like oh, okay 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 to get someone to stop like sawa sawa okay. <laughs> so it depends on the context yeah it's one of those words that depends on the context so i guess the <laughs> flavor song was popular in kenya then baby sawa 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 i thought that's what he was singing swahili <laughs> gotcha gotcha um, but yeah so now so when we go to kenya you can probably live there for maybe six months if you really look, want to i can access. live in Ken- look i can live in kenya for 10 years if i want to i mean you have the safari you have the beaches down south right yeah uh, yeah mombasa yeah you have nairobi like you have so many like cool places right uh, to visit and mm-hmm. yeah i really look forward to like going there <laughs> and it's so funny you also say that because we i don't know why i've noticed a lot of tanzanian tweets um of late grabbing Kenyan talent like oh Lupita you're from Tanzania I feel like it's because maybe we've insisted as Kenyans Kilimanjaro really is within Kenyan borders <laughs> not Oh wait is there disputes about Kilimanjaro kind of really because a lot of people are like yes it's in Tanzania right now like official borders but they're like but you know with the original borders for maybe colonial times it was really in Kenya I don't know it's just a lot of dis- disputes and that kind of thing but it, you you know they are neighbors we love them so <laughs> we can let them have Tanzania if they let us continue having Lupita I mean I, I <laughs> I mean you give out you give away a whole mountain for one person <laughs> like just give us Lupita you guys take take the highest mountain in Africa it's fine <laughs> so or the mountain with the highest peak in yeah, Africa <laughs> that's just me starting up drama no <laughs> no I, I understand what you mean because yeah. um, you know that was the first conversation the first few minutes when I met Tongwa which is a mutual friend of oh, ours yeah, yeah. she's from Cameroon and yes. my mom is from like southern Nigeria both my parents are from southern Nigeria oh, okay. but my mom is like from south south like towards mm. ocean and mm. there's this small place called Bakasi okay. which is in like Calabar which is in like southern Nigeria yeah, it's, it's mm. kind of like a border town between Nigeria and Cameroon mm. and you know we had to like, both countries had to go to like the international criminal not criminal the I think it's the Hague yeah the Hague probably which is the criminal court though it, Was there a criminal dispute? I don't know. I don't know if it was a criminal dispute, but I know we went to an international court mm. to like mm. argue about who owned that land. Mm. And the people living there they didn't know, you know, they couldn't they didn't know where to vote in Cameroonian elections yeah. or Nigerian elections. Oh. Um everybody wanted the land, but my 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 plight was for the people actually there because yeah. they weren't like accepted into the Cameroonian community mm. per se and the Nigerian community. Oh. It just goes to show and obviously there was oil on the ground. Right. So, yeah. yeah, that's that's why it always comes yeah, <laughs> comes about to right. Because yeah. we I, are you from Lagos then? Um, I lived in Lagos fifty oh, okay. percent of my life, okay. uh, but I'm actually from Benin, which is like down south. Oh. But I traveled all over Nigeria, so I've been okay. to like seventy, eighty percent of Nigeria because my dad wow. was in the military, so we always oh. moved around. So yeah. Okay, interesting. So you wait. So you're originally from Benin. No, wait, not oh, Benin, no, not the, Benin country. the country. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. Benin oh. is actually a oh. tribe in Nigeria. Oh, okay. Yeah, so oh, okay. it's like southern Nigeria. Yeah, Benin is is actually a tribe. It's mm. a, a very like ancient tribe. You know, they 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 were their own. Um, uh, we were our own like race and mm. nationality before you know amalgamation and colonization oh. and not bringing everybody together. So yeah, but wow. we are not, we're part of Nigeria now. It's cool. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> no hard feelings. No, 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 at all, at all. The more the flavorful, you know. <laughs> yes, exactly. I was just going to say that we also have our own border dispute with Uganda. I don't know if it's been resolved 
yet. I'm, I'm not too sure. It's like a really one small, like one acre island mm. called uh, Magingo Island. Magingo. Yeah. So we were like, okay, so why, why is this, why is, why are we fighting over one acre, one acre of land? What's on this ground? It, fish. It's fish. Okay. That's the issue, I think, with who, I guess, yeah, it's the, uh, what do you call it, the, the farming of that fish that's a, the big dispute, gotcha. I believe. Gotcha. So it's close so, to the sea, basically. It's in the lake, actually. It's lake Victoria. Lake. Oh, yeah. Lake Victoria. Yeah. Mm. Gotcha, gotcha. So oh, is Uganda yes. landlocked? Oh, that's Rwanda. I think that's Rwanda. Actually, yes. Uganda, Rwanda, Burundi, all landlocked. All landlocked. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm. I mean, I went to the uh, Harvard African Business Conference uh, about Ooh, two nice. months ago, mm. and uh, the Rwandan health minister was there, and she mm. was just trying to talk about how um, they were trying to use other avenues, <laughs> you know, given that you know, they are landlocked countries. So right, right now, they are kind of like, Focusing on people and technology and yeah. making sure that they export talent, which was right. could tie into what you're saying about Afropolitan, right? right? Yes. We're young, we're vibrant, yes. we're industrious, we still have an attachment to culture and we yeah. have a lot to offer to the world. Right. So it's just interesting to hear the same thing from different spheres. Yeah. It just makes you know that, hey, you know, Wakanda yeah. isn't that far off, man. It's not, honestly, it's not because, like, um, did you see. Gosh, let me try and remember this story correctly. Um, there was this th- these girls who created. Oh, sorry. There were these girls who created. Um, gosh, I need to remember this story correctly. Um, and I think they were Nigerian girls who created something to do with electricity and and. Oh, and, the high school girls. Yeah, the high school girls. Yeah. I don't know, and, and I need to remember all these stories correctly because I'm going to start muddling them up. Mm-hmm. But it's stories like that that really inspire the continent because there are people who are going out there to make solutions for problems and African solutions for African problems. Yeah. And I feel like now that we have we're exposed to the world, especially also through the internet, we have so much we can do and so much knowledge now that we can take in and make changes and improve our our communities, which is I'm so happy about, honestly. Yeah. So Anything I can do to like continue to share those stories and 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 like um, use like this platform America has, yeah. you know, with media to share stories about Africa, like that's what I want to cur- curate the change that's right. coming. Exactly. Interesting. Exactly. Interesting. And that mm. that makes me remember the movie The Boy Who Harnessed the Wind. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, it's, but, it's oh so my gosh! Good. I hear it's a tearjerker, and I don't want to cry. Yeah, <laughs> it is good. I chew it till. I mean, I knew about him. Mm. I, I I saw the TED talk um, yeah. about six seven years ago, mm. and everybody was like, such a brilliant guy from Malawi. Yeah. And yeah, but to see it being made into a movie so that more people know about that story and yeah. what he did for that village in Malawi, yeah. and for our listeners, if anyone hasn't watched that movie, The Boy Who Harnessed has to win it's a beautiful go and watch it yeah I feel like we should in fact if we can encourage more people to see that movie um, see Lion is it Lionheart Lionheart the Nigerian movie yeah yeah. if we can encourage people to watch such movies on Netflix like we did or people came together to watch Bird Box I feel like it's it's, it helps us as content creators and it helps um, our 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 country support us more because like I feel like like the way we were talking about um, African music, I feel like uh, Kenya has so much potential with the creative arts field, mm-hmm. but there's not enough 
support from the government. There's not enough funding going into um, creative arts to make us really get to a point where we can be like the same level, like playing field with maybe Nigerians or South Africans, and also support from the people themselves, going out to watch, sharing stuff. Um, we don't need our clubs to be filled with too much music from the States or Nigeria. Like a bit of that's fine, but not like majority of it, which it is right now. You know, I mean, very soon, hopefully, <clears throat> we might not be looking up to like local government. So if you have like <laughs> a Kenyan industry, um, you might not necessarily need the Kenyan government. Yeah. Because uh, the African Union now is, I mean, they've been working on it for like three, four years now. The African Continental Free Trade Agreement, mm-hmm. which would see yep. um, each country like there'll be like free movements within each country. There'll be like. I think there'll be like a continental airline. There'll be like a train routes cutting across mm-hmm. the continent, mm-hmm. and it to just foster intra-continental trade right. more. And right. if I'm in Kenya, I can get investors from Malawi yep. and distribute my products in South Africa right. and get um, I don't know my staff from uh, Ghana, Ghana yeah. and you know go to Egypt to get yeah. my raw materials. That it's just uh, and it's the right time to be alive like, yeah. for an African. So as okay. young Africans in the next few years, yeah, yeah. there's a lot to look forward to. I, 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 I pray that that like, is like fast forwarded. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I honestly pray for like a future where my kids can be like, oh yeah, so the way kids move around here in the States. Okay, oh, you mean I'm, Isbet? Isbet <laughs> <laughs> and Betty. <laughs> Betty. <laughs> if they can move around like, oh, I'm going to um, Ghana for this weekend and then maybe I'll be back like tomorrow and then maybe um, do a bit of business there and maybe still live in Nairobi, but I can like easily move around the continent. Like that's that's that would be amazing. To cut out like having to get visas for some of these countries, you know. Yeah. I mean, I don't see why I, as a Kenyan, have to get like a visa to South Africa. Yeah. I. I mean, I get political issues and whatnot that yeah. come about, but I don't see why. Why. Yeah. We should support each other. I mean, I, I, identity is also an issue, right? I mean, yeah. if, if we can, you know, um, all like come onto one platform. I know, like internationally, all. Um, passports feed into like a database or something that yeah. that's recognized internationally yeah. if we can have you know either leverage on that or have something similar yeah. and if we don't have the infrastructure you know utilize like technology like blockchain or something that uh, mm-hmm. come up with like you said african solutions to african problems right. and, and yeah. you know just to foster integration yeah. and that will drive growth so yeah. we are not always looking to the west exactly every time exactly and Wow, this this has been a really great conversation, <laughs> but we need to touch on one one or two more subjects yeah, before yeah. We, we wrap up the podcast. I know you have to go to class. Okay. Uh, but <laughs> the Masai. my professor, I had something more interesting. Uh-huh. Right. Oh, oh my. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. The Maasai. Yes. I mean, a very, very iconic tribe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and this is something I want to know more about. Mm. And for those who are not familiar with the Maasai, I mean, I'm not too familiar mm-hmm. with the Maasai, but I know one or two things um, from popular culture. Uh, mm. The Maasai are a group of um, strong-willed Kenyan individuals yeah. that have been around for centuries. Yeah. And um, when you think think of tra- uh, Africa in the traditional sense, mm. um, like a community like protecting their own, yeah. a, a community that 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 um, 
uh, what you think about uh, um, the the guys like protecting the community yeah. and you know having their own culture like within and everything. Yeah. Um, so give us a sense of I, I know you're not like Maasai traditional, but okay. Be- uh, this uh, okay. So sorry, well, our great grandfather was Maasai. Oh, okay. My, but 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 um, it's not like I I it's it's a big part of our family the Maasai culture. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, no, but it's fine. <laughs> so, I mean, they're, they're really tall. They, yeah. They, the Maasai, <laughs> and really I'm not tall. tall. I'm like five foot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're, they're really tall. Yeah. And, and there, there's there's like a gesture they do with like a jump. Yes. Oh, what, yeah. yeah what, what is that? Like, what, what do you, why, why, why they do that? Why yeah. they wear red all the time and have their spares? Like, what's the significance yeah. of that whole oh, thing? Oh, good. Oh, those are so, so many good questions. I'm like, I don't know if I can. I, I can cram it in. I, I don't know. I don't know if I can explain why. Mm. I've always also just known that as a cultural thing. Mm. Um, um, but that's a good question, and I feel like I remember. I know why they wear red, like a lot of red. I, I feel like I could be so wrong. I feel like it could be like a representation of like the soil, mm. and um. I, I could be so wrong because I'm not so sure. It but that's fine. how that's how red the Kenyan soil is in gotcha. most most parts. Um hey, where I'm from, Benin also has red soil. Red soil, yeah, right? We're connected. Yeah. Yes, we are connected. yes. <laughs> that's why people say the African red soil. Like yeah. that's it's just it's just something else. And uh um I, I love their beadwork. I feel like the Maasai is so we have a huge portion of like the Maasai tribe and so does Tanzania. Um and I feel like over the years, they are the ones who kept their culture going the most, mm. um, who have stayed in touch with their culture the most. That's um, what I mean. Because the rest of like other tribes, I mean, yes, we know our cultural traditions, but do you see us wearing our cultural dress that often? Not too much. Maasai's, I think, more so, especially if they are herders. And Maasai's are nomads. So they move around a lot with their cattle, which is also a mode of like wealth. Mm-hmm. Um and their name, oh my gosh, the names for Maasai girls, I love them. I really? love all the Maasai girl Give it names. To me. Give it to for me. example, the name Sanaipe or Sanaipe. Yeah, or Racian. Racian? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> like, they're really How does Racian Yari sound? <laughs> <laughs> I think I just found a new name for my daughter. Like, you know? <laughs> they're called Racian. Yeah. <laughs> they're raceless. No race, Racian. <laughs> I, love, I love their names. Um, I don't, they're just, and also they're very beautiful people, like, yeah, they are, um, really, um, really nice and, um, welcoming kind of thing, like, if you ever go to, like, uh, uh, I, I went to an event one day in a, in a region called Kajiado, where, I can't remember what we were doing there, really, I remember just jumping on board with my aunt, and so, it, they're really welcoming, like, um, and, and feed you well, and, and give you, I love so they are meat eaters, and I love meat. <laughs> I mean, they are herders, right? Yes, exactly. So, meat and milk. So you are not vegetarian, that's what you're saying? No, hell no. Hell no. <laughs> I want to interview an African vegetarian. I want to. I know. <laughs> that's something I've always wanted to do. I know. But yeah, man, wow, this has been like a very, very great conversation. <clears throat> Obviously, 
this is not going to be the last time you're going to be on the podcast. I, yeah. I hope you you can honor us with your presence uh, every oh, yeah. time we call upon you. Yeah. I mean, this has been a very interesting conversation. Uh, we'll get to see a bus to move. We'll get to, no, not bus to move. We'll get to see a bus, bus to ride. <laughs> no, someday, someday. I mean, let me go practice. Go practice. I mean, East Coast, Africa, West. Coast. Maybe that's the name of the episode. Like East Coast, West Coast. Yeah. West Africa, East Africa. Yeah. No, like hopefully, that. we don't get to sound like an East Coast, West Coast beef, but. <laughs> yeah, we can, see, can hear a bus to move and we can see. Uh, probably get a video from uh, the karaoke or something. Yeah. Uh, and we can upload that. But yeah, thank you so much, uh, Ntanze, for giving us a sense of Kenyan culture. I mean, I haven't been to East Africa yet, but yes. definitely mm-hmm. I want to go to um, Nairobi. I want to go to Mombasa. Yep. I want to go to uh, Zanzibar, which I think is oh, in Tanzania. Same. Yes. Yeah, and, same. and a couple of, I want to visit uh, Rwanda Same. and so I want to go to Uganda a whole bunch of places yeah. so oh, the whole EABC so uh-huh. oh man uh-huh. come yep. come so yep. when you come come and do the whole dirty December thing it's yeah. the, the oh. best time to be there that's what I was saying about Kenya <laughs> dirty December that's it <laughs> so yeah um, thank you so much thank again you. for coming and uh, if you're just tuning in rewind go back <laughs> listen to the episode over again and follow us on social media. It's been the Culture Class Podcast. Uh, all our social media handles are Culture Class Podcast, except Twitter. Twitter is Culture Class Pod. And please send us an email at cultureclasspodcast at gmail.com. Thank you very much. And I guess I'll see you guys next week. Cool. Have a great day. How do I say bye? In- oh, Kwaheri. Kwaheri. Mm. All right. Peace out, Kwaheri. <laughs> bye. <laughs>